Hey, we're rolling. How's it going? It didn't even get me. It didn't. I didn't. I, no, a little bit. I, no, it didn't. It didn't get you. Before I gotta like start with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome on into episode one thirty four yeah. of the. Oh, FS podcast. That's known as the. I was waiting for you to finish that. But well, like, you kind of look like you're trying to figure out the name. Oh, did so I? I was okay, let's like, restart. Let's restart. Let's restart. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Jagger. Ty, welcome in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I feel like we're like at the presence, presence like I feel like we're back in high school and we're like at the front of the class and like uh, alright really you go first and then I'll go we start that oh yeah. so anyway so like Jagger said welcome on into well, this is what I was supposed to say actually uh, welcome on into the FS podcast also known as the Fancy Sports Podcast um, I gotta say week one it was a yeah, nice yeah. week one for NFL and for fantasy. It was great. You started off with the the two favorites for the Super Bowl. You got the Bills and the Rams. And then the Bills just destroyed the Rams all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. And then you started off with all the teams on Sunday. Where it was like here and there. There was a tie game, an overtime game, blowout. Already? Yeah. And then he ended off with the night game with the with uh the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. It was pretty it was a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys still had a chance to win it but they didn't get a chance to do that. And then you ended off with the Monday night you know, revenge game. Welcome back, Russell Wilson, to the Seahawks home stadium. And then the Seahawks upset the Broncos. Yeah. That's crazy. Geno, Geno Smith. Smith, my guy. It's weird though because to be fair, all right, Jagger. If you were a Seahawks fan, mm-hmm. in some kind of multiverse, whatever yeah, you were, pretend this is a very distant reality. Yeah, here. if you were like in some other universe, you were a Seahawks fan, right? And you've loved Russell Wilson, right? Because mm-hmm. he was your quarterback for a while, and he Long brought time. you to the Super Bowl, and he won you like two rings. And then you know, uh, you threw leaves. on the one yard line and then choked. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And then he leaves, mm-hmm. and he comes back. Like the first game of the season. Are you booing him? No. Because those fans were booing the crap out of him. Let me. Like they you know, were. I think you got to show some level of respect, you know? Yeah, like they were like. They, like Andrew Luck level. Yes, they were like burning his jersey, writing fraud on his jersey. I'm like, okay. Come on now. This guy gave you two rings, and just because he's at that point of his career when he wants to try something else. You can't just get mad at him. Yeah, no. I know. Like everyone, every player can't be loyal. You know, every player can't be Larry Fitzgerald, or um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, um, and who's there's like one main one that was always. Uh, I was gonna say Jerry Rice, but he went and played with the Raiders. Yeah, I was gonna also say um, Woodson, but he left and played with the Packers for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not all players can be loyal. Um, a lot of players nowadays kind of bounce around. Yeah, bounce around. To be honest, though, like, for example, like the Lions fan, right? Mm-hmm. If your player left, if your star quarterback left you and he goes off and wins the Super Bowl, you're not mad at him. You're not going to boo him. You're going to be like, yes, he did it. You know, Finally. like, he got a ring. Like, it makes no sense. Like, obviously, if Derek Carr left, I'm booing him. But still. <laughs> but still. <laughs> Wouldn't you be happy he Wouldn't left? you wasted five years of it? Whatever. Anyways, 
Glad you got that out of your system. Yeah, thank you. I needed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I mean, it was a good game. The crowd was super loud. Uh, they brought it. The, the, the Seahawks su- surprisingly stopped Russell Wilson at the at the red zone three times. It was crazy. And the Seahawks like mm. ended like the what thirty early twenty nine in defense last year, mm-hmm. and yet they were able to stop Russell Wilson on the goal line three times. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, the the uh, Seahawks took that win. You know, they practiced with him a long time. You know, so they uh. Know yeah. what to watch out for, I guess. You see how good, uh, how much class DK Metcalf had? No, I didn't. So I guess there was a, you know how like people on the sideline or like when they're practicing, they walk into the tunnel and people are like, mm-hmm. you know, can you sign this or whatever? I guess this one fan was holding like a sign that says something about Russell Wilson. I think it was like something bad, like we're going to cook rest or something like mm-hmm. that. And then like he didn't realize it. So he's like, you know, kind of just like signing away. <laughs> and then he saw the sign and he's like, Oh man, I'm sorry, man. I can't sign that. And he like took off or whatever. People were like, "Wow, mm-hmm. what a loyal teammate, ex-teammate." Yeah. Me, I would have signed that. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture with it. Selfie, posted on on Twitter. Yep. Um, Tag Russell Wilson in it too. Yeah, but DK Metcalf didn't do too bad too. Awesome. No. If you have him in PPR, That's obviously true. he didn't get a touchdown. I don't think he got a touchdown. I don't believe so. Um, it would have been different if uh, in in standard, because uh, DK Metcalf, I believe he didn't get a touchdown. I remember correctly. He, yeah, he, he did it. No. He had seven receptions. Fumbled though. He did. Hey, but he was targeted seven times and he caught all of those targets. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so it was a fun week for week one. Obviously, it was a season opener for all of us. And I got to say, those people who are 0-1 at the moment, <laughs> don't panic, okay? Don't go crazy. Oh, I have the worst team. I got to trade all my players, you know? Don't be waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning making moves in the middle. <laughs> right? If you're in our league and you're listening, we know who you are. Yeah. Like, don't don't freak out. It's only the first week. For example, I started out 0-5 last year, and I still made it to the playoffs. I mean, I didn't win it. But I was able to make it to the playoffs. I think it would have been a better message if you won. Hey, but I'm just saying there's still chances, you know. There's still chances. Like, I didn't think I was going to make the playoffs, but I still did. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I didn't because my draft would have been lower. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> he wasn't thinking of the long game. That was it, right? Uh, but, yeah, don't panic. Don't – especially those – like, like me and Jagger were, like, talking about it before the show. There was, like, no main player. Like, there was no player – that surprised you with like a a low score game, like, big named like player. a big name player, like all the ones that you drafted gave you the points that you wanted. I mean, there was. I mean, I guess Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is about the only one, maybe. I think Aaron Rodgers, and I think only Najee, just because Najee got injured. That's. Could we even say Dak? You know. Yeah, even Dak. I mean, it's like a different class. Like if they got injured, like Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he got injured out for the whole for six two months now, I believe. Well, yeah, and Aaron wasn't. Aaron wasn't, but yeah, I guess Aaron Rodgers is probably the only one that you can say that. And to be fair, I know he's your rival, but like, the dude do like was throwing perfect passes. His wide receivers just couldn't catch him. And I was completely fine with that. (laughs) Fine by me. Um. Anyways, so it was a good week one. Jagger and I did good in our in our fantasy league. Um. 1-0. 1-0. 1-0. 1-0. and We both started 1-0. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, me and Jagger actually don't go against each other until week six. Yep. And, and unfortunately, we only play each other, th- each once. other once. 
and uh, me and Jagger were, Jagger were talking about it before the show, and uh, every time me like the past three years for whatever four years now that we've been playing, um, every time we go against each other, it's always a close game. Like it's Good. always like a two, three, ten point difference. You know, it always comes down to the last game. Last game. So it's I gotta say when we go against each other. Watch this year be the first year that it's just a complete blowout. blowout. <laughs> like, not even close. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, overall, the summary for week one, the players that you drafted gave you the points you wanted, except for Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately. Uh, and maybe Devontae Smith. Maybe Devontae Smith. Hit you with Smith. a fast go- fat goose egg, zero. And, and especially uh, Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers was one of the one of the players that you drafted. You thought it was did good, and then all of a sudden he gave you zero points. Yep. So, especially in Santa PPR, he didn't give you any points because he got carries, but he didn't get any receptions. And he didn't get enough yardage to give you points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean overall, don't panic too much. You never really, you never should panic week one if you're looking for those trades. There's definitely a lot of players that you could buy low on. For example, I think Alan Lazard is a good one to buy low on. Mm-hmm. Go trade for him for something low because I'm pretty sure he's going to do a lot better with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but since he has zero points, the manager's probably like, oh, he's so bad. Yep. What, do, what do I do? Oh, should, I'll take him off your hands. Give, Here, I'll give you uh, uh, let's see, um, Michael Carter. This guy to come back in week six, you can have him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Don't panic too much about it. But anyways, for so for today's show, we know what this is the last top ten. I know this is going in week two, but we were late. The schedule was just the season just like snuck up on us all of a sudden. Yeah, we and really then we realize. had a little stretch where we and couldn't we get sh- together and record. Yeah, we had family matters, work matters, so we had things to deal with. So this is gonna be the last episode of our top ten. It's gonna end off with the tight ends. If you guys didn't listen to the last. Four episodes, which is going to be our quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Uh, it's not in that order, but it's somewhere over there. So if you want to take a listen, go ahead and do that. Um, but, yeah, so this is going to be our last top ten, and it's going to be the tight ends. And also, we got, of course, starts the week for week two. Uh, so before we get into it, should we talk mainly about the players who probably surprised everyone? Yeah. Week one? Mainly, I think it's uh, the two uh, injury kings themselves. Saquon yeah, and, and McCaffrey. The one, our exes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Saquon and Christian McCaffrey. Yes, we should. We we need to talk about them actually. So Saquon, who I drafted this year, gave me thirty four points. Correct. Thirty four in full PPR. Yeah. Actually, let me see how much you got in standard. Which is absolutely electric. <laughs> I was gonna say, how much did you get in standard? And I was actually writing in standard for search player. <laughs> I don't know why. I was doing that. It's a, it's a way a moment. It's okay. Oh, yeah. So in standard, he gave you 26. And if you're in PPR, he gave you at least 32.40 points, depending yeah. on the scoring format that your your league runs on. But if you were in PPR, he got you at least above 30. And Christian McCaffrey in full PPR, nice little 15.7 game. Yeah. I mean, look. I think we still, in my opinion, I still need to see more out of Christian McCaffrey. For me, it's both. Yeah? For me, I mean, Barkley may be a little bit different for me. But, like... I think a monster game like that from Barkley I think a one good. game like that kind of ends a two-year stretch of him being injured. I think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, they went sure. against... I mean, honestly, I agree with you. Because the defense he's going against for the next... For this week 
It's good. I mean, he played against Tennessee. He going. Last he week, he went know? against Tennessee, and then this week he's going against the Panthers. We mm-hmm. don't have a really good defense. I'm pretty sure he's gonna go another 26 point game. Yeah. And then I mean, week three is a little bit different because the Dallas Cowboys defense is amazing. Uh, so I don't know about week three. We'll find out. I think that I think I I think I'll have my final thoughts on him after week three. Yeah. I think so. Right now, I just need I need a little bit more for him to I be like. I think I just need I'm this all in on one more week. Barkley. I think I need one more week for Barkley. I he, still need a lot more time for McCaffrey. Yeah, me too. Right now, I'm just waiting until they play the Cowboys to see how he does against that Cowboys defense. Mm-hmm. Then I'll give you my answer if like him shutting me up. You know what I mean? Like he's probably gonna shut me up this year. But right now, I I'm not I'm not too. I mean, obviously, if you drafted Saquon Barkley, for example, this guy in front of me. I'm pretty sure you were really, really happy with the outcome you got in week one. Extremely. Extremely happy. And I'm pretty sure if you dropped the Christian McCaffrey and you had him on your lineup, I'm pretty sure you were also very excited about the outcome you get. Yet, it wasn't a Christian McCaffrey 26, 28-point game. Mm-hmm. But look, he's showing signs of life. He gave you what? Was it 15? 15. 15 points. That's good. That's more than actually Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, Kareem Hunt beat him. <laughs> Anyways, so, like, yeah, he's showing signs of life, and I, you should be excited. And if I if I did have Christian McCaffrey, I would be excited about that, too. But right now, I think I just got to – I need both of them to show me a little bit more, like, non-injury prawn players. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because they always get injured, unfortunately, and that's what ruins their – I think what Stretch. I'm more worried about than anything, and it's on the probably the Christian McCaffrey end. Um, but real quick, these two do play against each other next, next week. week. Or this week, however I guess you look at it. Oh, yeah, this coming week, yeah. But I'm more looking at, are we looking more at a, I hate to say it, mediocre Christian McCaffrey rather than a Christian McCaffrey we saw two, three years ago? Um, I believe it's so. only a little 15-point start of the season. I, and, you know, 15 points is really good for a lot of running backs. Yeah. It really is. But if you're talking about... But we're talking about Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, who was no. number one, what, a year ago? Yeah, the or two years ago, I and think. And then when the he did PPR come back... monster. Yeah, I, I know it's different. Like, a lot of people are like, he gave you 15 points, come on. But, yeah, but it's Christian McCaffrey. You drafted him for him to get... You're expecting to get at least, you know, mid-20s, high-20s. Yeah, so, like... I know it's 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 good that he got 15. I get it. But, like, it's Christian McCaffrey. He made a name for himself to the point where he needs to have at least 26, 28 points. Like, the output, for him. I feel like, that Saquon put out this week. That's something, don't get me wrong. I am not expecting a 30-point week each and every week from Saquon. Yeah. But above a 25-point in full PPR, that's yeah, see, what I look, expect from Saquon. If Barkley even got you 19 points this week, yeah, I would have been happy about it. Yeah, you know, I would have been happy with the 20. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, you got you 19 points. As weird as it saying, sounds, I would have questioned it. Like, come mm-hmm. on, really, 19, that's it? <laughs> you know, it's just... Uh, it's start just, poking them. Hey, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's weird when you make a roof so high for yourself that you don't know if you can reach it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but McCaffrey, um, I honestly, McCaffrey versus Barkley in week two, I'm excited for. I got my bets on Saquon. Me too. I, 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 I have it on walking away on Barkley. as a top back just because you didn't you, you saw they utilized barkley as a, a huge workhorse in week one yeah which is what we need and they didn't barkley. and they didn't do that in week one for for christian mccaffrey no. yet maybe i thought 
it was because of the quarterback, maybe because Baker Mayfield was going against his old team and he wanted to like show off for himself. Maybe that that could be a reason. I'm not saying it is. But maybe coming to week two, he might give it just give the whole ball to Christian McCaffrey. And if he does, great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you know what? I think we should make a bet. If these guys make it in the top five, I I I will do some kind of punishment for it because I'm not all in on these. Are guys. we talking both or just one? One of them. Just one of them. One of them. Okay. Because I still don't see them making top five. Really? If they do. I got more money on Saquon making five. Yep. Than. Maybe McCaffrey. I'll do it separately. Okay. Maybe I do it separately. Christian McCaffrey makes top five. I'll do some kind of punishment because. I was, like, nowhere near, like, don't even speak his name. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think we both agreed on the Christian McCaffrey front. Yeah. For sure. Barkley, uh, I, to be fair, I think you're a little biased because you have him. No which doubt. Which is fair. Which is fair. I yeah, get it. I will agree. I get it. That's fine with me. I mean, if, if I had Barkley and he gave me 34, I'd be like, this dude's going to make it. You know what I mean? I would do the same thing. I get it. But, I mean, this guy has been out for two years, one game, monster game, Mm 34-point game. I mean, yeah, I mean. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm trying to take off the uh, rose-colored glasses here, but I'm mainly looking at it as he scored 34 points against the Tennessee Titans defense, which is pretty solid. And I think he's going to be solid in week two because he's going against the Panthers. Yeah. That's why I will have my final answer for him in week three when he goes against one of the best defenses in the league, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. So, so see, for example, because the Dallas Cowboys held, held Brady in check. Mm-hmm. And just the offense couldn't do anything. I think the Cowboys are going to do great this year only because of the defense. Yeah. The eight defense, and eight is, you know, or eight and nine. Yeah. Nine and eight. The defense is going to gonna carry them, you know? Yeah. So... So should we talk about, I guess, the uh, wide receiver's elephant in the room? Talk about Justin Jefferson? Yeah, Justin Jefferson with his monster no two, touch, two no, touchdowns. No surprise. Point. Honestly, for me, I'm yeah. just not surprised at all. What do you did ex- we expect this much week one? I did. I honestly really? did. I, I, I'm i a bandwagon, I guess. No, we're not really a bandwagon because, like, we knew he was good. We knew he was good. 100%. We knew he was the number one option over and I knew there, he was going to have a huge feature once he was in the rookie year. He was in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was going to have a big feature. He showed it a lot last year. And I knew this year he was going to blow up. And I think he's going to do better than Jamar Chase. And I think he's going to do better than Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, already if we're talking just fantasy, he has outshined Cooper Cup so far. Especially in PPR. Yeah. But Standard. He had two touchdowns, of course. Yeah. It's going to be great for him. Full PPR was 39 points, which is insane. Right now, he is the highest-scoring player on fantasy. Uh, Everyone who has him loves him. Everyone who's playing against him hates it. To be honest, I'm kind of jealous of Jagger because I feel like every year he has that one wide receiver, man. Cooper Last year Cup. was Cooper Cup. Now this year. that was Diggs. I know. Now this year is going to be Justin <laughs> Jefferson, man. So now I'll just, well, yeah, I'll just let you know, uh, you know. I, or no, I won't let you know who I draft for wide receiver. You yeah, know, just, uh, you'll just see it happen. I mean, and, but uh, to be honest though, like if you if you take away, yeah, this guy was targeted eleven times, and out of those times, yeah. he was able to catch nine of them, and was able to make two touchdowns out of that. Them. Is insane. Eleven targets alone for He's, anyone. Yeah, get this. He was he caught nine receptions, right? 
That's and nine it, points already in full PPR. Yeah, but no. He had nine reception and was able to get 184 yards out of them. And two touchdowns. And two touchdowns. He was able to do that with catching nine of those balls and was able to get a total of 184 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And every time he caught the ball, he, he was able to, to get 16 yards each time he caught the ball. Yep. On average. On average. This dude's crazy. I mean, and we got to give props to Kirk Cousins. Oh, We have sure. to. And we've been doing it on this podcast. Like, every time we talk about Kirk Cousins, we, he's earned the name Mr. Oatmeal. And I'm down to make calm Oatmeal for the rest of the <laughs> year. Rest of his career. Rest of his career. And I'm pretty sure Jagger is okay with yeah. that. This is, like, the definition of Mr. Oatmeal. And it's Kirk Cousins. This was the new, I feel like, Matthew Stafford in yeah. Detroit. Matthew Stafford in Detroit was He's that. Always consistent. Now, this guy, I, I, I mean, look at Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, for everyone who had Justin Jefferson, it was a great week for you, right? Yeah. Everyone who played against him was a terrible week. It was terrible. Um, but I think we need to shine some light, and I think you maybe know where I'm going with this, and that's the Adam Thielen front, who only got about six points in full PPR. Um, are we worried this could be a possible repeat offense? No. No? no? Not worried at all. Can we see a bounce back week, you think? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, Kirk Cousins only had 32 pass attempts. Yeah. Right? And I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to need a lot more against the Eagles this week. And and I think Adam Thielen is going to have a bounce back game. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a feeling, though, as weird as this may sound, I think Jalen Rager might sneak up there a little bit. You think? I think so. Hmm. He might. I'm not saying he's gonna be like a monster, Gabe Davis type of player. Yeah. I'm just saying I think he might sneak up on the board just a little bit. I would keep you my eyes on him. Obviously, he's not gonna outside Justin Jefferson. No way. Yeah. But just keep an eye on him. Just a heads up. But I guess the real question is, I guess the obvious question. I personally don't think we're getting another 40 bomb from Justin Jefferson this week, but I think for sure you're getting a high 20 bomb. Yeah, Easy. but obviously it's the 40 bomb that he dropped last week is that, not going to be the only one this season. No. It is definitely more in a, more in a, in a Just season. watching the way he played in that yeah. game alone. But honestly, like Adam Thielen ended with six points, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy was targeted a total of four times. Which is kind of average. Which is average. I mean, he caught three of them. And I have a feeling he will have a bounce back game. Mm-hmm. But, look, he's rostered 94%. Yeah. People, 66% of those people are starting him this week. And I, will, and, I, and I would be a part of that percentage if I was them too. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you could start Adam Thielen and at least bank on at least before. 10, 12 points. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You you don't have to sit there and wonder like Woody. You've seen it happen already. Like he's been in the top ten with Justin Jefferson before, and yeah. I feel like he could do that again. And right now, I think he can get. If if you talk about like a, I'm not saying Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is a number one wide receiver for your team. He's probably like a number two flex option. Two high flex. And I think he will give you those twelve points he's projected to get. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's half of last week. <laughs> so, yeah. but I think uh, if we do happen to see another game like this past weekend where Justin Jefferson just explodes, then yeah, we could see. I feel like another repeat of Adam Thielen. Yeah, where 
it's just six points. But I mean, you're not dropping Adam Thielen. Obviously not. No. You're not trading him, I hope. No, you shouldn't be trading um, Adam Thielen. I think you should just hold on to him. Yeah, I mean... I mean, when you when you think about it, too, right now, they're going against the Eagles, and the Eagles are ranked number 20 in defense at the moment after mm-hmm. week one. And there's 32 teams in the league, so <laughs> that's not high up there. So I'm guessing that... You know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are going to have a feast. Well, so is Dalvin Cook. And we He's could see, uh, we could maybe see a shootout, an offensive shootout. And that's just going to be even better for everyone. We're going to see team. a shootout on both sides of the ball. Yeah. If we're talking about the Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles, you got Miles Sanders over there, A.J. Brown, who had an amazing game. I think Devontae Smith is finally going to show up. And you got Jalen Hurts over there as a quarterback. I think it's going to be a shootout on offense for both teams. But I obviously, I think that the Vikings are going to take it. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, the, Vikings, the way they manhandled yeah. the Packers last week, I think they can do that with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, Justin Jefferson. So you're saying then, Barkley. I will have to agree then, we're not panicking with Adam Thielen. No. Adam Thielen, no, don't I feel panic. like you're safe. You're safe. With it's Adam. just a rough patch. Yeah. It's that usual intro to season kind of thing. So. Um, were, you, were there any, uh, I guess, players you were surprised? Besides Saquon Barkley, I'm pretty sure everyone was surprised for this guy to get 34 points, right? Yeah. Were there any players that you thought, like, wow, I'm surprised he got he got that many points? I didn't um, expect him to get that many. I don't know if I was surprised or kind of proud, but I'd have to say Michael Pittman. Yeah. 27 points in 4 We were PR. all in him this offseason. Whoa. Pause. <laughs> we were for him this season, right? And I was ready to. I had him last year. I was biased. I'm like, this guy. And once Matt Ryan joined the Colts, I was like, that's it. He's he's top ten. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be up there. And he Finally. is. And he is. And I'm sad because I don't have him. You know what? Look. So I have three bullets. Forget one in the chamber, bro. I got three bullets in the gun right now, and that's. Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, Michael Pittman Jr. And unfortunately, I was able to miss all of them. And I don't have them <laughs> on my lineup. But look. Whale look, was firing blanks right now. Look. If Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, and Michael Pittman Jr. make it in the top 10, you know how much bragging rights I will have <laughs> at the end of the season? I told you so. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, Jerry Judy was risky. A lot of people thought Jerry Judy was risky. But I was like, no, man. Jerry Judy ain't risky. He got Russell Wilson over there, and he was showing potential with the bad quarterbacks of Drew Locke. Yeah. And look, it finally paid off in week one. Dude got 20 points last. Jerry Judy, as of this moment in full PPR, is ranked out of wide receivers, the number 12 wide receiver. (laughs) I told you. So far. But (laughs) keep in mind, it is only week one, so it is very early. I am going to go back to offseason and find those clips I said about Jerry Judy before this even happened. And Michael Pittman is listed as the number five wide receiver right now. It's crazy that those three players... But he is questionable. I feel like I should mention that at the moment. He did pop up on the injury report. Look, I gotta say, I am proud. I am proud of my kids. (laughs) Now they're (laughs) rostered above 90%, all three of them. Yep, yep. So, ain't no way you're getting... you picking any of those guys off the waiver board. Isn't it crazy to think that these three guys were on the waiver board last year. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't pick them up for nothing. Didn't even have to draft them. You didn't even have to draft them. 
But look at them now. <laughs> look at them now. <laughs> so I mean, you, you got. I mean, mine takeaway from it was Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, Ooh. Michael Pittman, Taysom Hill, and Taysom Hill, and Amon Usain Brown. Because you kind of knew what you were getting with Amon Usain Brown. I mean, yeah. Were we really surprised by Amon Usain Brown? The thing that surprised me is that he was able to get that many points with DJ Chark and TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Or what about even Carson Wentz? Going off on a four oh, yeah, we touchdown We can't forget game. about Carson Wentz. Oh. Now, I feel like a lot of people, yes, he did have two interceptions. But I feel like if you can look past those interceptions, point in case is Mr. 30 for 30, as we call him, Jameis Winston. Yeah. That guy, when he went 30 for 30, and for all the kids in the audience, that means he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in the same season. Yeah. He was in top five of a quarterback. And the thing is, too, is like he made all his wide receivers look good. Mm-hmm. Besides Chris Olove, I think yeah. he would become good later in the season. But he made Michael Thomas was able to get the points that everyone was surprised about coming off an Achilles tear. So is um, Taysom Hill, the tight end, who changed, who was a quarterback for the Saints for a while. He changed the tight end and he signed like. Then a, he was wide receiver. Then he was, then he was running back. And then and they then. signed him for three years. Yeah. And I think he's set in stone as a tight end, and I think he's going to do great there, for example, last week. He was a massive surprise, I feel like, in the tight end field, and he was a huge waiver pickup this week. And you know who was also a major surprise in the tight end situation? Hmm. O.J. Howard. Yeah, 17, absolutely. 17 points last week against the Colts in the overtime game that no one won, tied it. This guy got 17.80 points in PPR, and his standard got 15 points. I mean, two touchdowns. He is rostered 11% right now. I think he I think he can pick him up honestly. And out of that 11%, 2% started him. <laughs> I think I I know Davis Mills is the quarterback. Mhm. But tight ends are always those players that you can rely on. For sure. They're those bigger players like hey, if I give him the ball, I know he's going to do something with it. For example, you know, Rob Gronkowski with Tom Brady, George Kittle with Trey Lance, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and Travis Kelsey. With, I can have a whole list of them right now. Mm-hmm. Well, OJ Howard is, would probably be that with Davis Mills. With tight ends, we've said it before, point in case is Kyle Pitts last season. All you need is a touchdown. And boom, there you go. This guy got two in week one. Yeah. Kyle 17 Pitts points. got one out of an 18-season game. <laughs> yeah. And he was in top five. Yeah. So this O.J. Howard, he already made a spot for himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's already sure. in the top 10. So let's change our top 10 list and <laughs> OJ Howard at. I'm just surprised he wasn't picked up more this week, to be honest. Yeah. Um, are you buying a hype for OJ Howard? For sure. Yeah. So I get it. That's just crazy. He was a big surprise at tight end. Uh, so was Will Disley. Yeah. Uh, with 13 points because of that touchdown. So anyway, I guess we should finally get into the main segment of the show. Yeah, that was our uh, that was our summary, uh, reaction to week one. Um, it was great. It was a great yeah. week, and I'm excited starting out. Me and Jagger both starting out one and zero going to week two. Imagine losing the first week. This guy's Jack. I'm jealous. Jagger has two wide receiver. Has a running back. Has the number one running back and the number, number one wide receiver. receiver Thank right you. Now. Before we move on to our starts of the week, real quick, let's start about our starts. Starts the week last week, and I gotta say we did good on two positions together, and that was the QB. Whoa! And <laughs> way is full of it today. I I don't understand that. I guess I am. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> so 
something in my drink. Anyways, <laughs> so, and that's going to be the QB and running backs for us. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about the wide receiver and tight end that we talked about because, um, unfortunately, my wide receiver didn't get above four points, and his wide receiver got yeah. no targets. Yeah. And my tight end didn't get that touchdown I was hoping for. And Brates didn't get a lot of targets that we thought, even with no. Godwin being injured. Yeah. But, hey, we can get bragging rights about our QB and running back. Michael Carter, I want to point out, 18 points. Mm-hmm. Solid. That's 18 points, you said? Yeah. Look, hold on. Let me hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Okay, Michael Carter got more points than James Conner. Jamal Williams, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Fournette, yeah. Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, and Daryl Henderson. Yeah. He's above all those guys in week one. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're talking about a Jets player. Yeah. <laughs> and you know who's throwing him the rock? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Again this week. And mine was no big surprise. It was Javante Williams, one of my guys, who got 19 points. Who was above Michael Carter, but just a little bit. But again, he got more than Miles Sanders and all the guys I just named earlier. James Conner, well, yeah. Chubb, Dalvin Cook. I hope you were happy having him as a start of the week for one I week. Can't have him because no he more. can't no more. Everyone picked him up. I everyone picked him up because he way was like, too high of a roster percentage now. Yeah, it's way an obvious too high. plug and play every week. Now talk about our quarterbacks. Hey, good old Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. It was all right. It was all right. Give me a second. I can find I would one. say a valid streaming option from last Mitch week. Mitch got a total of 12 points. Yeah, a valid streaming option. That's that's valid. I mean, that's more than uh, Tom Brady, Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, and Aaron Rodgers. You know, I think I could get on the field and do more than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And yeah. my side of the week was Baker Mayfield, who got you 18 points. Yeah. Who's not bad at streaming off. That's more than Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. Matt Ryan, Tua, Even and Derek Carr. Fields. Justin yeah. Fields as well. So that was I gotta say, our quarterbacks were pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did a lot better than those big name quarterbacks like Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. So that's all I care about in Stafford. Prescott, poor Prescott, my guy. Poor Dak Prescott. For those of you who don't know, uh, unfortunately he broke his finger. Yeah, so he's out, what, up to six weeks? Six weeks. But uh, recently the report came out. Because remember, Russell Wilson had the same injury last year? Mm-hmm. He had a broken finger, and he came back within, like, four weeks? Yeah. So, uh, there's rumors going around saying that Dak Prescott would do the same thing. So basically, he would be back, supposedly, in four weeks. Four to six weeks. So hold on to him. Yeah. Don't put him on your, If you have an injury reserve spot, put him on your spot. And those streaming quarterbacks... We will talk about today and our starts of the week that you can start over Dak Prescott. Alrighty. So so that was the starts of the week from last week. We did two for two. Did good on those right on those starts of the week. QBs, running backs, great. Pretty all right for the start of the season. Yep. I remember one year we uh, started off 0 and four. 0 and four. <laughs> <laughs> so starting off two and four. I'm I'm fine with that. Yep. yep. I'm fine with that. Fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So um anyway, so going to starts of the week. Starts of the week. For week two, um, we gotta make a a sound bit for you. Yeah, that. we do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. You know, if I don't work this weekend, I'll work on something. That would be fun. Starts of the week. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So going to our starts of the week, Jagger. I believe you started off last week. So why don't you go ahead? Go. Yep. And we do this thing, Jeff. Correct. Uh, sure. 
If you guys are new to the show, the way our Studs of the Week works is that me and Jagger, of course, have a list of our Studs of the Week. But the thing is, we don't tell each other what it, who the player is. So our basically, our reaction to our Studs of the Week is actually not scripted, <laughs> I guess. It's a genuine reaction. Genuine reaction. There you go. Now that way I spent about two whole minutes explaining what genuine reaction means. I mean, you got, you got to have a way of explanation. <laughs> you can't start a segment without a way of explanation. Of course. I mean, obviously, it's happened in the past, like right now. Anyways, <laughs> so my QB side of the week. Hold on, I'm not ready. Let me flip to the page. I mean, you knew you were going first, pretty much. Yeah, I know. Oh, this is who I forgot who it was, but now I know. <laughs> That's always <laughs> yeah. a good sign. This is great. This is great. All right, so my side of the week. I can't believe I'm saying this. I I don't understand why I I have a hate and love relationship with this guy. Oh boy, um, I think I know where this is going. Um, Derek Carr. Yep. This guy is going up against who? The Cardinals, who oh, got blown out, blown out by Pat Mahomes to the ground. Five touchdown against Mahomes, and look, they did lose to the Chargers, but they didn't lose too bad <laughs> because Devontae Williams gave him a touchdown. Devontae Williams, Devontae Adams gave yep. him a touchdown, and yes, Derek Carr had two interceptions and a fumble. But look, that was against the Chargers defense, though. But just stay with me. You got Bosa over there with Khalil Mack. Ouch. Jerry Bosa, not Nick Bo. Joey. Joey Bosa. Thank you. Now you're going to go over here with the Cardinals, whose defense isn't that great. They lost Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Uh, we're still waiting for the rookie for the rookie draft pick to you know, show some sign of life. So the, so the defense is not that great. And I think Derek Carr can finally utilize his weapons. And I think he can give... I mean, he gave you 13 points. And I think he can project the points that he is. And then I think he can give you a 20-point game this week. Wow. I, I'm, I'm going to say, I think he's going to at least give you about one 20. touch. I think he's going to give you 20. I mean, he has to, he has Devontae Adams, bro. Just toss it. He's down there somewhere. <laughs> Get those points. Give it to Darren Waller, a big guy who can... Who can just bring the ball down? Hunter Redford, he got a little. He's like a short rut roller, you know. He's down there, just, <laughs> just nowhere else to go here. And I uh-huh. feel like Josh Jacobs is gonna have a bounce back game. Also, he got eight points last week. I think he's gonna give you like fifteen. Um, double. But, yeah, double that. So Derek Carr, yes, he threw three. He threw three picks in week one. All right, but that's Nathan against Peterman on you. Yeah, that's the Chargers defense. Justin Herbert's amazing, man. He can't keep up with no. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Uh, but you got Aaron. You got over here the Arizona Cardinals who got blown out by the Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns. And yes, Patrick, uh, the Cardinals did get some fantasy points, but that was garbage time points. But hey, it helped. It, you helped, know? it helped me a lot yeah. <laughs> with Ertz and I have uh, James Conner. It definitely helped yeah, me with Ertz and um, Hollywood Brown over there. Uh, but I think Arizona is going to keep up with the with the Raiders on offense. But I think Derek Carr is a great streaming quarterback. Okay. So, is it my turn again? Um, turn? I'll go. Do a snack, Jeff. I'll go, and then we'll do snack. So, I think I'm going kind of with the obvious safe bet here, unlike Wea. Carson Wentz? Yep. Who's only yeah, rostered like 40%. Knew, uh, who our quarterbacks were. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure you knew it was Yeah, Carr. I knew it was Carr. Uh, yeah, it's Carson Wentz. What do you mean safer bet than mine? Uh, How many points did he get last week? 13. Okay, how many points did Carson Wentz get last week? 27. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Your point is? <laughs> My point is he got more points. Uh, so, yeah, and Carson Wentz, I hate to say it, uh, 
in my opinion, uh, probably's got better weapons than Derek Carr. I said it. Wow. I said it. Really? I said it. Number one wide receiver in the league. Probably the top two, three tight end in the he league. Ain't the number one receiver in the league right now. Um, by talent, I think Devonta is just above, just because he has that veteran. But not right now. Not right, right now. What do we say in the beginning of the show? Don't overreact in week one. I'm not overreacting. I'm just stating that I feel like Carson Wentz is a way safer bet than Derek Carr. Really? For sure. I could easily see another 20-point performance out of Carson Wentz. No doubt. 25. We've seen it before, too. Yeah. With the, the Colts last year. Yeah. And that was with Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. I feel like Carson Wentz is usually a safe start week in, week out, honestly. You think so? For sure. How, did he get any rushing touchdowns last week? No. No? It was all in the passing game? Four passing touchdowns, two interceptions. That's good, though. It was. You don't need, you know, he's one of those quarterbacks where you don't need, like, a Jalen Hurts or a Mm-mm. Lamar Jackson rushing quarterback. No. But, I mean, he's got Terry McLaurin. <sighs> and everyone knows about Terry McLaurin, unfortunately, no. Yeah. But I think he's still going to, his name is still going to pop up a lot. Yeah. I mean, that. what's what's the rookie running, uh, wide receiver there, Dotson? Um, give me a second. Who did really good for him? I think he was able to get one oh, touchdown. Oh, yeah. Jahan Dotson? Yeah. And Logan Thomas tied in. Yeah, Logan Thomas you can't forget about. Yeah, Jahan Dotson caught two of those receiving touchdowns. <laughs> so, let that sink in. I, I like it, though. I like your 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 uh, start of the week for QB. You're streaming quarterback. Oh, I get it. I, thank I, you. I understand it. I ain't mad about it. I mean, mine's a little bit more risky. I agree with that. I just yep. said that because, I mean, I'm a Raiders fan. I have to. <laughs> so, over to you now. The snake draft. Yep. It's your turn. Oh, yep. <clears throat> <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. I'm paying attention. Uh, so, my running back... I don't know why. I was having a hard time this week finding. It was so difficult. Decent wasn't it? running back. It was because every a lot of people are picked up. Yeah. And rostered a lot. So. I don't know. I felt like this is the best option out of everyone. I'm not even buying the hype from last week. Um, it's just Jamal Williams. Oh, the Lions. Yeah, correct? with the Lions playing against Washington. I'm on the opposite side of the team now from Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um. He got two touchdowns last week, and that pretty much just makes you an automatic good running back. Don't take much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a tight end. But like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of. Did he get like one rush touchdown? Uh, two, two, I believe. And well, yes, I know DeAndre Swift is obviously going to get a bulk of the carries. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? We might see a garbage time. Maybe like that goal line. Yeah. Touchdown right there. Maybe. Then that helps a lot. But like I said, there's just not a whole lot of decent options out there right now yeah. on the yeah, waiver wire understand it. free I mean, agent I was, board. I was looking at it, too. I was like, man, it's difficult. It, it was, was. It was. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I respect the pick. I mean, I'm not going to mm-hmm. dog on it uh, like I did last year with Trubisky, last week with Trubisky. <laughs> so. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. Round of applause. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You want me to bow now? <laughs> so, can I move on to mine? Yes. Alrighty. I need your permission. Of course. Um, so, on my side of the week, running back is going to be um, Ramondre Stevenson. Really? Yeah. Oh, the fact is, TJ Watt's out for the Steelers. True. Okay. 
And that's a major factor on the Steelers' defense, especially the passing. The passing. Uh, what do you call it? The passing what? I mean, the pass rush. Pass rush. Thank you. Look. Yes, I know Damian Harris is still over there. And I think the Patriots made it clear on it being a 50-50 workload. Um, I, I don't want to touch any of the – well, let me rephrase that. I don't <laughs> want to <laughs> I don't want to look at any of the, the passing game over there for the for the Patriots. I don't want to look at Jacoby Myers or Devontae Parker because Mac Jones is not performing well over there No, at the moment. It's, again, this is week one. But remind you, Stevenson – had a major of the workload last year when Damian Harris was out, and he's doing great. He gave you like a 30-point game that one week. I think he's going to give you at least a 16-point game for you. Mm-hmm. And that's good for a backup running back. Yeah. Okay, who doesn't have the number one role. Again, the reason why I'm saying Ramondre Stevenson is because the major factor is because of the Steelers' defense. Yeah. TJ Watt's gone. I think he's out for at least a month, two months. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Um. It really is. But, like, look, Ramondre Stevenson, man, that's a that's an open window for you right there, man. Yeah. They show you, they show the page just what you can do, and I think he will. And eventually, I think it's going to come to the point where Damian Harris might leave the Patriots sometime in the future, and Ramondre Stevenson can take that number one role spot. And hmm. I think he's able to be a streaming option flex running back, too, depending if you lost Elijah Mitchell or – um. What's another running back? That, Najee Harris. And I think he can take that role for your backup running backs. That guy injured, unfortunately. And I, and I, and I, I, I honestly, I would go on in on Ramondre Stevenson in week two. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Well, he is really confident this week. I am so confident. Derek Carr, Ramondre Stevenson. That's so sad, man. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> he said them both out loud and just. Why did I put them on the list? Why? Say, oh, this, it's like a weird tug of, like the weird taste in my mouth saying mm. Derek Carr and Ramon G. Stevenson. Um, anyways, so it is a snake. So my uh, wide receiver start of the week is going to be surprising. Mm. <sighs> this guy had a major opportunity to like the first two plays and just did not do so well. Oh, boy. I think I know where we're going he with this one. Just, he had a major window and. He dropped it. He was it. never talked to again for the whole rest of the game. He dropped it. But it's going to be Christian Watson, mm. rookie wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. And look, if you haven't seen it yet, go online and look at the drop that he had. And then watch the camera zoom in on Aaron Rodgers' face just freaking it out. It was a perfect pass straight in his hands. A middle, a, in stride. A, a middle, elementary school kid could have caught that. You yeah. know what I mean? It was perfect. And he dropped it, and he it would have been a touchdown, and it would have been a major point in fantasy. Look, I think he's gonna be a revenge game. I think he's big. All right, all right, all right. Don't be stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> just catch I the think ball. He went into the locker room, and John Wick came up to him and just yelled at him. You know what I mean? He, he got <laughs> disciplined by the coaches and everything. At halftime, he walked in, got all the receivers and on the wall, and I, said, "Listen, <laughs> you are terrible." Look, and I think he knows that he needs to step up because. Obviously, the passing game is not that great in Green Bay no more. I mean, uh-huh. yes, they have the lizard king, Alan Lazard. Yep. But he hasn't shown any signs of life yet. And I think the number one target for Aaron Rodgers is Robert Tonye, mm-hmm. the tight end. But I think Christian Watson can at least get one touchdown. <laughs> Just give <laughs> That's him That's all the... I need. And I think it's going to be another bomb touchdown. 
Yeah. Just bomb it down the field. Give it to Watson one more time. And I think he won't miss his second chance. And I think he can give you a 12-point game this week. And, again, the Packers are going against – oh, man, I had it right up to. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey. Exposed. You, you did the same thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Wait. they are going against the Bears. Yep. <laughs> Defense. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's pretty solid. Oh, yeah, solid. Unless they play against Aaron Rodgers. Then they just choke at yeah, every opportunity. Right. Um, yeah, the, I think then last year Aaron Rodgers came out saying, I still own the Bears. Mm-hmm. Or I still own you. Well, we'll see. We got a new coach. We got a whole new team, I think pretty much. still owns him. We're about to find out. I think we got rid of everyone he owns. Yeah. Um, and I think Christian Watson could be a great streaming wide receiver. Again, I'm not saying to replace him with all your great wide receivers, but look. If Get you, rid of Justin Jefferson. Flex, get rid of Cooper Cup and pick him up. Yeah, right? If you need a flex, um, I think Christian Watson can be a questionable candidate for questionable. one of your – Bro, this is what happened to the confidence it's you had. Difficult, man, <laughs> look at it. Derek Carr, Roger Stevens, and Christian Watson. I, what? Way is gonna look at this list at the end of the year and be gonna, like, "What was I thinking?" I'm gonna slap myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, Christian Watson is my wide receiver. I almost stopped talking about him because it just hurts my my. It's just I'm aching talking about these three players. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Christian Watson is gonna be my uh, streaming start of the week for wide receiver. Moving on to you, Jagger. All right. Um, well, I don't, how do I put this? Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Hold on. Let me get... <coughs> you're getting hydrated real quick. <sighs> so I can yell at you, whatever it is. All right. So as we know, all right, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to jump over to sunny L of A, California. All right. I ain't talking about the Rams. I'm talking about the Chargers. Are you going with Josh Palmer? I'm going with Joshua Palmer. Yes. I'm very happy about you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know because you have him. Tell, tell me. Tell me how good he is. Tell me. Cause I well, look. As we know, right tell at me, this tell moment, me, tell me. we got a minor issue with Keenan Allen. Yeah. So as you know, Leia, when someone goes out, uh, typically in the depth chart, everyone moves up. And you would think, though, it would be Mike Williams. Well, Mike Williams would be up to the number one spot. Yeah. That's my bet. But we're probably going to see some output from Joshua Palmer. I think so, too. So, I feel like it's an easy plug-and-play. I mean, I mean, it's they're going up against Kansas City. Yeah. The but thing is, we might just see another shootout. Yeah, and then the quarterback is Justin Herbert. Yeah, enough said about him. Yeah. To be honest, though, you're right, though. If we're talking about the Chiefs versus the Chargers – it's going to be a shootout game, a high-scoring game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think I want a piece of any of the offense on each yeah. side. And I think Joshua Palmer is probably a good piece of offense you can have in, in that game. So, yeah, uh, I know that you have him. So, go ahead and start him if you want. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to start him over certain players. Okay, well, that's up to you. That ain't my decision. Yeah. So I just gave you an option. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go to the tight end. And I'm going to speed run this because I think you already know which way I'm going. Okay. O.J. Howard. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yep, yep, not at all. Not at all. I don't want to say anything about it, no comment. Yep. All right, that's my piece. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> O.J. Howard. Going up against Denver. Denver, Broncos. Not even the number one tight end over there. No. But I'm sure he will be. David Mills just likes to target him all of a sudden in week one. It's crazy. 
So there you go. Even if he gets you one touchdown, that's it. That's all you mm-hmm. need. Especially for all these tight ends, all they need is that one touchdown, and you're in. One touchdown or full PPR, a couple catches. You're good. You're, you're ready. All right, you're ready yeah. for the big boys. Um, all right, so uh, not much to say. We talked about him earlier. O.J. Howard. Yeah. Good. Go. Yeah. Mine? Mine's going to be in an L.A. team, too. Same oh. team with the Chargers. Uh, Gerald Everett. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, with the Chargers, again, like I said earlier, you want any piece of this offense you can get in this high-scoring game – Look, Jared Everett, I know we just talked about Joshua Palmer, who is his number two target, and we talked about Mike Williams moving up to that number one spot. But it's Justin Herbert, man. <laughs> it's Justin Herbert. This guy likes to throw the ball to everyone. Even um, Carter had a, a major game last week, who was a rookie last this this year, and he got like 12 points because he got mm-hmm. that touchdown. And I think Everett's going to get a piece of that cake, baby. Go ahead and put it on the table. Let him eat. Look, again, not too much to say about their amazing quarterback, Justin Herbert. But I think Jared Everett is going to give you at least a touchdown, a couple catches to make him one of the top ten quarterbacks in week – I mean tight ends. tight ends in week ten and week two. Week ten. <laughs> <laughs> He's foreshadowing for week yeah, ten. Foreshadowing. Um, yeah, so Jared Everett is my uh, tight end start of the week. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Uh, speaking of uh, tight ends, uh, uh, we're going to speed run through these. We are I gonna didn't realize how uh, long that's taken up. Yeah, which is, I mean, you would expect a lot more into this episode after week one. Yeah. I mean, we have to do reactions, start of the week, and you know, finish the last segment of this of this mm-hmm. series. So anyways, so speaking of tight ends, um, so we this is it, the last, last list for the 2022 season. Of our rankings, and it's going to be the tight ends again. Uh, if you listen to the last four episodes, those are other positions. Um, but here we go again. Tight ends is a little bit easier to make because you already know who's the top three on the board. But then you go to like those no neighbors after six or five, <laughs> so you mm-hmm. just like, all right, let me just throw this guy up there just because of his name. Anyways, so. Uh, this is going to be, if you guys are new to the show, the way that it works is that Jagger makes his own personal list and I make my own personal list and we put it together and make an amazing list. So our number one, I mean, can we just skip number one and go to number two? Honestly, it's, it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> like what the, uh, he has to be the number one. Yeah. I mean, with Tyreek leaving. No. Yeah. It, anyway, no, moving no, on. Yeah. Number two. No, no saying. Uh, Stop Darren, talking about it. Let's go. Darren Waller. Yep. All right. Like the first three are just like I feel like <sighs> Darren Waller. I mean, come on. I know they had Devonta Adams, but it's Darren Waller. You can't you can't uh-huh. pass him up. He's the wall. He's the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, he's always good at that goal line, getting those touchdowns. Yep. Uh, number three. Number one was the he was number one last year, and it's gonna be Mark Andrews. Good old Marky Mark. With the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson loves this dude for some reason, and I because there's no one else over there. I get why. <laughs> <laughs> and I get why. Remember that monster game? He had like a 45-point game last year. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. And he was consistent for like three, four, five weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Getting you 20 points to 15. Yep. And I think he will be able to do that again this year. A, a week one was a little rougher for him. But don't worry about it. Don't overreact. Keep him on your yeah. – he's a streaming guy week to week. All right. Moving on to number four. <laughs> Mr. Uh, hasn't played a game. George Kittle, who's yep. still out, and it's going to be rolled out for this week also. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, 
He'll be there soon. He'll be there soon. Um, I'm we we yet to see the connection between him and Trey Lance in a regular game. Um, I can't wait to see that. Honestly, I think I know the outcome of it. Um, he may not be consistent as always when he had Jimmy G as his quarterback, and we talked so many times about him, even last year, about the big difference of not of him not having Jimmy G as his quarterback. And um, obviously, it's a big name, George Kittle. You can't pass him up. No. And it's the tight end. Titans have a smaller window of making it, or uh, being able to be in the top ten. So. So if you have him, I feel bad for you. Yeah, I mean you haven't played him yet, but just wait. Let him cook and just wait. Let him simmer in the kettle. Yep. He's getting seasoned right now. <laughs> um, any final thoughts nope. on George Kittle? I mean, it's George Kittle, come on now. Yeah. Going on to number five, the sophomore this year. It's going to be Kyle Pitts Ooh. with the Falcons. This guy ended in number seven, I believe, last year. All with one touchdown. All with one touchdown. And yet, he will probably get more than one touchdown this year. Look, Mariota is a quarterback. But like We talked about those quarterbacks. And tight end connections all the earlier today. I mean, we just named like four of them, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Kittle can. I mean, I think Kyle Pitts can do that with Marcus Mariota on the Falcons. Yes. I mean, it's come on now. Kyle Pitts was like one of the major draft picks last year, and the Falcons were able to get him. And I think he's gonna give you um, a lot of consistent points this week. Yep. So, moving on to number six. That makes me feel better. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, moving on. Any final thoughts? No. Nope. Moving on to number six is going to be Jaggers guy right here. Uh, Dawson Knox with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you, there's not much to say about this because it's the Bills offense, okay? I mean, the Bills are amazing. You got Josh Allen over there who's probably going to be the MVP this year, honestly. Well, well we don't know. We don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes yeah. got five Justin touchdowns. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's going to be Dawson Knox with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, not too much to say here. The quarterback is amazing. The offense is amazing. This guy can be a great tight end for you. It can give you at least 12 points a week. Uh, yes, week one was a little bit rusty, but look, it's week one. Give it some time. Yep. Uh, moving on to number seven. Yep. This one's going to be a little bit of a surprise. He's back in the top ten list, and it's Zach Ertz. Yeah. And it's going to be because he's with the Arizona Cardinals. Just exploded he, onto the scene in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, the – he played with remember last year. He played with the um, Eagles one week, got like what five points, and then he played with the Cardinals next week, got like twenty six, twenty four. Yeah. He was a huge pickup that <laughs> next week. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Zach Ertz, we see him being a major target for, for uh, Kyle Murray, even with DeAndre Hopkins coming back week six. We still think he's going to be a major target for uh-huh. Kyle Murray, and enough for him to make it on our top ten list. I mean, come on now, I think he's going to give you at least eleven points per game. So. Yep. That's what he did in week one for me. So oh, nice. it's garbage time points too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to our number eight spot. I need yes. to stop. It's gonna be Dalton Schultz. All right. Yes, we know Dak Prescott's out for at least six weeks. But I think I can feel comfortable still keeping Dalton Schultz as my tight end week to week. Just because he yeah. can give you at least eight points, and that's all I really need. I'm not gonna take a risk on any of these other players like okay. He has a chance to give me 12, but he can also have a chance to give me four. Or I think just I, nothing. Or nothing. I think I'll just stick with Schultz. At least give me eight to nine points. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. You know, Kyle Pitts did the same last year, and I still was able to make it to the playoffs. Yep. So, um, and yes, we know Dak Prescott's out for a little bit, but Dawson Schultz still one of the streaming tight ends week to week. Mm-hmm. I mean, enough set there, really. Yep. Uh, number nine? 
Yeah. TJ Hawkinson with Detroit Lions. I still feel like he's a bit of a sleeper just because of the so. team. It's just crazy to think the Lions have like five, four players that you can have on your team in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the Lions before. We've talked about the Lions always having great players but not be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I really think it's just the coaching. Yeah. I mean, look at them this year. Amonio St. Brown, DJ Chark. Now you got TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre yep, Swift. Yep. Like, come on now. Come on. I think Detroit Lions were able to make three other positions in the top ten this year. Mm-hmm. So, And one of them being TJ Hawkinson. And look, he, was cons- he wasn't great last year on consistency. But I think TJ Hawkinson is a streaming quarterback. I mean, streaming uh, tight end that can give you nine, eight points again like Schultz. But he's going to have one of those games where he can give you like 20 points. And it's going to happen like maybe once every four weeks. But yeah. hey, at least you have him. Uh, moving on to number 10. Yep. Dallas got it. With Not a huge surprise. Eagles. A little surprised. But look, Jalen Hurts made the offense look great. Dallas got it. It's going to get some of those targets. Yes, we know A.J. Brown was a major impact with the Eagles this in, this in week one. But look, Dallas got it. It's going to get some of those touchdowns. Yeah, we know Jalen Hurts likes to rush at the goal line for those touchdowns. But look. Mm-hmm. He also likes to pass now because of A.J. Brown. So go ahead and just toss it over to Dallas Goddard, please. <laughs> and especially, please. If you, if you, especially if you're playing a PPR, those receptions are a major factor in those, mm-hmm. in those um, how do you call it, points in your pockets. Pockets in your point? No, that's not what I said. No, I'm pretty sure you said no, that No, I did. I d- uh, no record of that? I'm sure I can find it. Go, go ahead. Do it. All right, All right. guys. So we're going to end the show now. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a weekend. I'll find it. Yeah, uh, But, yeah, Dallas got it. And it's a little bit of a dark throw, but I like it on, at our number 10 spot. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be our top 10 tight ends for 2022 going to 2023's fantasy season. Yes, we kind of rushed it because we don't want you guys listening to this podcast for at least three hours. I don't think even I want to listen to myself for three hours. Wow. Do, would you like to yourself? No. It's a miracle I get to an hour. <laughs> All right, Jagger. What now? Well, you know what time it is. What? What time is it? Well, it's uh, it's seven o'clock right now. Let's go. Um, yeah. So tomorrow is gonna be a great game. Uh, you got the Chargers and the Chiefs. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, high scoring game, of course. If you got any players on the offense on each team, it's gonna be great for you. I wouldn't say so for the defense. I would keep, stay away from the defense. Yep. They would probably give you like four points, but I would stay with them. You can go with like the Bengals. Should I feel like we just got to state it every week before. If you're listening to this on Thursday or some by, mir- by some miracle, uh, you're like someone in our league who stays up to the crack of dawn uh, <laughs> when this releases. Uh, yeah. Make sure you take your players playing on Thursday night out of your flex position. Mm-hmm. Put them in the designated spot. That way you can pivot more if something was to happen. Well, you got more room. More wiggle room. More wiggle room, correct. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow's game is gonna be a great one. So good luck in week two. Again, don't overreact after week one. Uh, you can still make it to the playoffs. I mean, you're only going on the second game. Come on now. You got a lot more to go. I mean, look, you may be on one, but guess who's also on one? The Rams. Ah, yes. Who's on one? The Bengals. Mm. Who's on one? I don't know. I, that's, I think <laughs> that's all I could think of. That's right all now. I could think of off the top of my head. Um, oh. The Packers own one. So yep. there you yeah. go. Uh-huh. 49ers own one. Mm-hmm. So look, you're, at least you can say you own one with these other teams, right? Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't say you own one with the, the Cardinals. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not that bad. Or the Raiders. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um. Anyways, so good luck to good luck for week two. Um, all hopes. Hopefully, you guys all start two and one. So two and zero. I mean, anyways, two and one. <laughs> they two play an one. extra game. All they played a preseason game. You know what I mean? Uh. Um. But anyways, so if you guys want to keep with me and Jack on the FS podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media accounts. Which we're more active on. I'm so proud of. Um. Uh, which is going to be uh, Instagram account is going to be fantasy.sports.podcast and our Twitter account is going to be F underscore S underscore podcast. Go ahead and give both of those a follow and like our recent post. Also, if you got any questions for us, go ahead and DM us or tweet us at those social media platforms. Also, if you want to, go ahead and email us. Our email is in the description of the podcast like everything else. Um, also, if you listen on any kind of platform at the moment, there's always that plus or a follow button. Go ahead and click that so you guys get a notification when we upload our next episode. Um... Sorry, <sighs> I had to clear my throat. <laughs> Anyways, Thanks so let me know. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So if you listen on Apple Music or Spotify, uh, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and what you can do is rate the show. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, only what you can do is also write a review for the show. So do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Plus, it's just nice to have a review so we know how we're doing, right? Um. Anyway, so go ahead and do all of that. Um. We'll see you guys next week. Good luck in week two. Again, don't overreact over week one. Jagger, you got any inspiring quotes you want to say to uh, the listeners going to week two? Uh, if you're ahead one game like me, keep it up. <laughs> if you have um, if you have um, the two, you have the top running back, top wide receiver. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And if you're going against those two top ten, top running backs, top wide receiver, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so sorry. Sorry, Edwin. I'm so sorry. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, good luck in week two. See you guys all next week.